Y'all, first episode of the podcast. I'm so thrilled. Like, this this really has got me uh, over the moon. So, I, I have been saying I'm going to do this for a while, and now that I'm doing it, it's amazing. I'm loving it. Uh, my team got this all set up for me. It is like 10 o'clock here in Waco right now, So, and it's at night, so whenever this airs. So I made it at 10 o'clock at night here in Waco, Texas. Um, So as many of you know, I am Aiden Morgan. I am the founder of Aiden Morgan Ministries and the Morgan House. Um, Super, super thrilled. I'm ready for this next chapter. Uh, Let's just dive into it. So the first episode of this podcast, um, now the entire podcast is called I've Got Something to Do. But the first episode of this podcast is, Who Are You, Great Mountain? And this talk, now I'm going to go really into some deep detail. This talks about why why do we continue to go around the same mountain? Why? Why is it always like a loop? Like we're playing, like we have this one song in our head. And I know we all get this way because I do. We play that one song over and over. It's just ridiculous. So I want to get into it. So the title of this episode is called Who Are You Great Mountain? This is actually the title of one of my messages that I'm going to be preaching here soon. So you guys are going to get to hear it first. I'm so excited. And this will be uploaded to the website. Um, it's Aiden AidenMorganMinistries.com. Um, and if you're on my Facebook page, you can easily find it. I post all the time about it. Uh, so like I said, let's jump right into it, y'all. So, it is finished. I want to start there. It is finished. Um, When Jesus died on the cross, when he was crucified, his last three words before his final breath, before he commanded his soul into the hands of the Father, he said, it is finished. And it is finished. Every single thing that we are going through now is finished. Depression, anxiety, postpartum depression, homelessness, illnesses such as cancer, diabetes, Parkinson's, whatever. It's finished, y'all. It was done with. It was taken away. It was given away. It's done, right? It's done. Um, So if Jesus said it is finished, and the Bible talks about him not being a man that he should lie, Because Jesus is the son of man, and the man that he shall not lie, nor has the desire to lie. If Jesus said, it's finished, and in the Bible he said, say unto this mountain, be thou removed, removed, that means cast aside, set away, given up, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and not doubt in your heart, that whatever you say, that whatever comes out of your mouth, it shall not 10 minutes from now or 10 years from now, it shall in that very moment shall be done, right? Yes. You can look at that mountain, whatever mountain it may be, whether it be financial issues, whether it be marital, whether it be relationship issues, rather whatever mountain it is, you can say unto that mountain, get your chunky butt up and move. Because all it takes is the faith of a grain of mustard tea. I don't know if anybody's seen a grain of mustard tea, but those things are tiny. They're tiny. Move out of my way. 
Get Look at that mountain, just like David looked at Goliath. Look at that mountain and say, move, because I've got something to do. I want to talk about Job for just a second, because if we all know that Job was so faithful to God. Job, he was so faithful. He did what God wanted him to. He did what God commanded him to do. Job was this faithful servant unto the Lord. But yet Job went through so much junk, y'all. And I know a lot of us, we go through so much junk. I've went through so much junk. If you've read my book, An Ocean of Fear, uh, and my new book, uh, Fighting Hell in Cowboy Boots, you know, if y'all get to read that, it's awesome. I highly encourage you to order both of those books um, on my website. But Job went through so much stuff. But yet he never once until the very end, gave up on God. And even at the very end, Job never gave up on God because Job knew exactly who was doing it. You see, we're so quick to blame God for every little thing that goes wrong. When I was on drugs and when I was an alcoholic and and into pornography and all this other nonsense, you know, I blamed God. I blamed God for every bit of it. I blamed God for the death of my mom. I blamed God for literally everything that happened to me. God got the blame for it. He got the blame for it. Until one day God walked up to me in a thug manner, slapped me upside the head and said, boy, it's time to get up because you've got something to do. And I do. You've got something to do. I'm not the only one. Aiden is not the only one. I don't know who out there will listen to this podcast, but you have something to do, baby. It is time to get up. It is time to say under this mountain, get your fat chunky butt up and move because I've got something to do. You can't continue to go around the same mountain over and over and over again because you're always going to get back to where you started. You're never going to get anywhere different. So my first point to this podcast, to this little message that I'm doing is, when are you going to say enough to the mountain and actually move it instead of going around it? Preach, Aiden. Yes, I'm talking to somebody. It's time to either get up, tell the mountain to move, or stay in the complacency that you've set in for a long time. You're like a dog returning to its vomit because you're so used to the drama, the pettiness, the oh, he said, she said nonsense. You're so used to it. You're you're never going to get anywhere different. You're always going to end up right back where you started. Just because you go around it does never mean it'll never pop back up again. It will always be there until you use the God-given power that was granted to you by the Lord to say into the mountain, get up and be cast into the sea. Baby, it is time to move that mountain. It's time to get up and it is time to move. It is time to stop being lazy and stop sitting there looking at it, petting it, rubbing up against it and saying, come on, I need you to move for me. No, it's time to get up. It is time to use authority, use that authoritarian power that God gave you when he died and even before. Those of you that have your Bibles, I would like, if you can, uh, or if you have your journals, you know, write this down. This is an amazing uh, 
text from scripture. I love it. I love it because it really gives the feeling of this message of this podcast that I'm giving you guys today. And it's Deuteronomy 1.6 and it's out of the New Living Translation. And I'm going to repeat that Deuteronomy 1.6. When we were at Mount Sinai, the Lord our God said to us, you have stayed at this mountain long enough. Baby, you stayed at that mountain long enough. If God can sit here and tell you, okay, look, 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 Sally Sue or Billy Bob, you have stayed at this mountain long enough. It's time for you to get up. It is time for you to stop sitting there looking at it, wondering when it's going to move or what it's going to do next. Because all you're doing is going around and going around and go around in the same circles, getting back at square one trying to figure out what am I doing wrong? Why is this not working for me? Because you're going around the mountain. You can't go over it. You can't go under it. You can't go around it. It's time for you to pick it up and move. Put it that way. I don't know if any of you guys have had those teachers in school. Like I had one growing up and she was in junior high. And I'm not going to say her name, but I loved her. She was an amazing teacher, but she hated it when we had our phones out in class, even on free days. And I would be, she would always, guys, put your phones away. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I wish you would put your voice away. But no, that's not, that's not very nice of me. But seriously, like this relates to this message because to me, every time I have my phone out, I was always listening to my favorite gospel artist is Tasha Cobbs. I love Tasha Cobbs, her and Cece Winans, but I think Tasha Cobbs is my number one. Um, I grew up listening to Tasha Cobbs, love her music, but I would always listen to either Tasha Cobbs or I would listen to preaching. Any preacher that I could get, I would listen to you know, my favorite all-time favorite. He still to this day gets me fired up and that's T.D. Jakes. I love T.D. Jakes. Um, but she took my phone away. Y'all, she took my phone away. And then she was like, like my ear, my AirPods, you know, they were like, they, they, when she had took my AirPods and stuff away, you could, everybody in the class could hear what I was listening to. And, you know, I didn't know my teacher was a Christian because she was my science teacher and she gave me my phone back and she said, if you're going to listen to something, make sure you have it in your pocket. The Lord touched her and moved that mountain. Oh, he moved that mountain, baby, because he'll do it. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So, you, honey, you've stayed at this mountain long enough. There is no need for you to sit any longer. It is time for you to get up, move, because you may think you have big problems, but baby, let me tell you the God I serve you might have big problems, but God has bigger solutions. There is no, there is no problem too big for God. God is bigger than that mountain that you're going around. He's way bigger than anything that you could ever have imagined. Because let me tell you something. If God can take six small days and form every single thing on this earth and in every single galaxy... God can take your your problem and just boop, gone. It's done with. Like it never existed. I want to move on to point two. And I, I really want you guys to listen to this one. Because this one, like I even have to take advice from it myself. Because sometimes I will sit there and I'll cry and I'll mope about it. And I'll just be like, why is this happening? And I'm just, I'll, I'll be in my office or I'll be talking to my vice president. 
you know, uh, the company that I own. And I'm just like, why does this happen? And she's like, you preach to everybody, but you won't take your own advice. Well, you know what? My words bit me in the rear and God slapped me upside the head. Point number two, it's time to get up and stop crying. You know, for me, getting up and actually doing the work, you know, sometimes it gets hard. I had to, oh my goodness, you have no idea how much work I had to do to get to where I am today. I'm the author of two books. I'm in college becoming a doctor. I own two businesses and a ministry. I am an award-winning writer. I have written two books, like I said. I have an amazing blog that people just adore. You know, I have made myself this amazing person and it's all because of God. I could not have did any of this without but without God. But point number 2, it's time to get up and stop crying. You can't move forward with what God has called you to do if you sit there and you're going around the same stuff over and over and over again. You're never going to get anywhere. You're always going to start back at square one always. You'll never get anywhere in life because you continue to be complacent and go around the same stupid mountain. I want to turn to Psalms 125 verse 2 and it's out of the NLT. So those of you that have your Bibles or your journals and you want to write this down, I encourage you to do so. And it's Psalms 125 verse 2 and it's out of the NLT. And it says as stated, just as the mountains surrounded Jerusalem, now, this is how we're talking about, this is, you know, how the people of Israel, you know, they were going to war and they thought, oh, the opposing team was like, oh, it's just a few hundred people. We've got thousands and millions of people. We'll, we'll defeat Israel and wipe them off. We'll take control, whatever. No, listen to this. Just as the mountains surrounded Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forever. Just because you've got a mountain and you might have there, we've always got pe these people that have multiple mountains surrounding them. Like they're always like, oh, my problems are bigger. Baby, your problems are not bigger than God. You might be, but those problems aren't. Actually, you know what? No, no one is bigger than God. Not one person. Get up. Because it's, and stop being lazy because it's time to stop being complacent. It's time to stop with all the nonsense. You've got something to do. Who are you, great mountain, that I can sit here and cry all the time and not get anywhere? Just because that mountain may look big, baby, I'm here to tell you that mountain is nothing compared to the God that sits on the throne up in heaven. He is nothing. Not a thing. Nothing can compare to the God that I serve. The God that made, made 8 billion people. Honey, listen to me. 8 billion people with millions and billions of different fingerprints. Get up to, the, get, get up to that mountain. Stand up. Walk up to it and say move. The reason, you know, you know I will tell y'all something. The reason why some of your mountains aren't moving, it's your fault. Uh-huh, I said it. It's your fault. Because you're so comfortable 
sitting where you've been. You've never had anybody get up in your face and say, get your chunky butt up. It's time to move. You've never had anybody crack the whip until the Lord looks at you and he says, come on, baby, I've got a plan for you. Until God, you get in the south side of Jesus. You getting the Jesus from the south side of heaven. He's He is walking up, cracking that whip, and he's like, let's go. Move on. It is time to move. It is time to move. I want to turn to Psalms 50, verse 11, and it's out of the NLT. Before, but before I do that, I want to touch on a couple things. How many of y'all know the biblical definition for worry? The biblical definition for worry. If you don't know, I'm going to tell you. Worrying is the meditation on the lies of the devil. What's lies? Same thing as deception. Oh, you're not going to get that job promotion. Oh, your son's going to be on the streets the rest of his life. Oh, that wayward child and ain't never coming home. Oh, your finances, you're going to be in overdraft for the next six weeks and you'll knock off Mercedes up on I-35 going from Waco to Fort Worth. You are going, you, you just all these lies and deceptions. Can I tell you something? It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Satan will never be able to live up to the standard that God has for you. Ever. So I want to go to Psalms 50 verse 11. It's out of the NLT. I know every bird on every mountain and all the animals in the field are mine. Can I tell you, just because you feel like you're not seen by God, you are. Because if he knows every animal, every bird, everything, every creature, he knows you. He knows how many hairs are on your body. He knows your exact plan. He knows everything. And that's what always surprised me about God is that God knows everything. He knew what my plan was before I was even born. Isn't that crazy? Like I've had so many people tell me, Aiden, you're going to preach. Aiden, you're going to do this and that. I had a guy one time prophesy over me. You're going to be a doctor told me exactly how my, my medical career was going to start. And can I tell you something? I'm doing it. I'm starting off as a nurse practitioner and going to get my MD and be a general surgeon. And I'm preaching. I am preaching. It is crazy how God knows and has planned all this out. But you know why a lot of people don't get the plan that God has for them? Because they would rather be worldly. They would rather live according to the flesh. And they would rather live according to what they want. Those are the people that continue to go around the mountain and wonder why they're never getting anywhere. You see, God knows all of it. He knows more than you know because he's not a dismissive type of God. When we get down on our knees or we get in our prayer closet or we're, however you pray and you go before the Lord, God knows exactly what you're going to pray for before you even pray for it. Like I said in the Bible, he knows the ending before, the, before it even began and he knows the beginning before it even ends. 
I believe those that are listening to this podcast right now, God's going to change your life. He is going to change your life in so many ways. God is going to radically change your life. Oh my gosh, he's going to change your life. I'm so, I, I, I can't even begin to fathom this because when God shows up, miracles start happening. Mountains start moving. Chains start breaking. Cancers begin to dissolve. I remember this one time. I'm going to get try and get back to this because I've got like 10 minutes left. Um, I remember this one time. I was praying for this lady, and she was demon-possessed, and she could not talk. And I... She just came up and she was like, tried so hard. She got the words out. Can I touch you? I'm like, of course. She touched my arm. She fell to the ground and started screaming. And I began praying and speaking in the spirit. And I was on my knees. And I would, mind you, I was only like 13 years old. And I'm 20 now. And I was praying. I was speaking in the spirit. I was going. Oh, it was like a Pentecostal revival up in there. And this woman, I I had the biggest guys in church. I was like, y'all hold her. Because this ain't over yet. This ain't over. We moving some mountains here today, baby. We moving some mountains. And I'm going to tell you right now. If God can move her mountain of drugs and witchcraft and, and pornography and masturbation, whatever she was going through at that time, if God can do that for her, he can do it for me. Because if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. God can do it for anybody. It's the matter of you putting works with your faith. Because the Bible specifically says faith without works is dead. It's just a sweat box. I want to go to Jeremiah 4, verse 24. And I'm going to repeat that again. It's Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 24, and it's out of the NLT. And I looked at the mountain of the hills, and they trembled and shook. If God can make mountains tremble, make darkness flee, make bones grow back together and raise the dead, baby, your financial issues are nothing compared to God's con to God's conclusion for that area in your life. Your financial issues are coming to a close. Your marital issues are coming to a close. Your family issues that this, I don't know who's out there who might listen to this, but your broken up family, baby, I can tell you right now, Y'all fixing to come back together. And God is going to grab you all like I grab bags of concrete at the farm. God is going to grab you all and wham, slam you back down together. And it's going to give you whiplash. It's going to give you spiritual whiplash. And you're going to go back and look at every single thing that you said and told and believed. And you're going to look up and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, there's a God. And God in his, in his infinite wisdom is going to get up and he's going to look at you and he's going to be like, look here, brother, I told you so. I want to go to Joel chapter 2 verse 5 and it's out of the NLT. It's Joel chapter 2 verse 5. Look at them as they leap among the mountaintops. Listen to the noise they make, to the rumblings as if they're chariots. 
like the roar of a fire sweeping across the stubble. That's a field, if y'all don't know what that is. Or like a mighty army moving into battle. It's time for us to move into battle. It is time for us to get up, stop going around that mountain, and it is time for us to move it. It is time for us to go face to face with Satan and put on the entire army of God, the breastplate of righteousness, the a belt of truth. It is time for us to put on the armor of God, and it is time to get up and move this mountain because, baby, I'm here to tell you right now, that mountain ain't going to move unless you move it. It's time to make a war sound. It's time to make a sound that lets hell know we mean business. It's time to make that sound that lets every army in heaven know that we're ready to go to war. And we're going to win. I have a few last scriptures as I close this podcast. I'm so glad that you guys got to come on here today and listen. And I, I really hope this blesses some of you as it did me. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read these final three scriptures. And make sure y'all write these down. And guys, guys, I'm telling you, it is time to get up. We have, we have so much to do. We are in the end, y'all. This is the end. The clock has run out. At any moment, God can look at Jesus and be like, all right, son, go get him. It could be after you listen to this podcast. It could be after I create this podcast. It could be whenever. You never know. Because in the Bible, it says one will be grinding at the mill, the other will be taken. One will be in the field, the other will be taken. One, or, it, one left, one taken. One will be in the bed, one will be left, one will be taken. It's time to get up. It's time to move your mountains. It's time to move forward and press into what God has for you. I want you to turn with me to Job chapter 9, verse 5, and it's out of the NLT. I'm going to repeat that again. Job chapter 9, verse 5. Without warning, he moves mountains and overturns them in his anger. God's going to move your mountains. And he's, a, he, he's getting ready to do some radical things in your life. Your finances are going to come back together. Your marriage is going to come back together. That relationship that you lost with that one person or with the, some people in your family, baby, it is coming back together. And Psalms 121 verse 2, and it's out of the NLT, and I'm going to repeat it again. Psalms 121 verse 2, NLT. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Who does your help come from? The Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And I want to close with this. Revelation 6, verse 14, and it's out of the NLT. The sky was rolled up like a scroll, and the mountains and islands were moved from their place. It's time to move those mountains. It's time to move. It's time to get up. It's time to roll. It's time. It, come on, baby. It is time to roll. Get up. Because it's time to go to war. Let your praise be your weapon and move this mountain. Who are you, great mountain, that you should not be moved? Get up because it is time to move. Guys, I really hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. This really, really blessed my soul to be able to share this with y'all. I am so happy that you guys are the first ones to get to listen to this. I have never been so excited about this 
before I close, I want you guys, don't forget, go buy your books. Uh, they are being sold at Barnes & Noble. They are an e-copy right now. Um, and it is an ocean of fear. And make sure that you put in, when you go to the website for Fighting Hell and Cowboy Boots, you scroll all the way down to the contact form. And you tell them, I want to pre-order uh, Fighting Hell and Cowboy Boots. And my team, uh, my amazing assistant, Parker and Jasmine, either one of them will get to you. They will get that set up for you uh, and, and get the payment done and over with. Remember, move your mountains. Move your mountains. Get up and fight because it's coming close, guys. It is coming close. I love y'all so much. I love you. Thank you all for joining this podcast. And I really hope that this blessed you guys as much as it did me. I love you. I will see you next episode. And remember, you've got something to do.